0: Hey guys, Zach Johnson coming to you here. I sell podcast, uh, radio show. Um, episode two, actually, so kind of cool. Uh, Outdoor to door con. Sitting here with Lee Haight. Uh, really been, I think, uh, a founding member of somebody who's pushing the limits in roofing. Um, so yeah, we're just here to have a conversation today, and uh yeah, want hear about this 15 second pitch. You drop some nuggets on this on this 15 second pitch. Man, talk to me a little bit about that. You just did a speech. You just dropped some nuggets. Yeah, yeah. So um, we're talking about I think the the consistency of of pitches. Like when we're training sales reps, it's all about like like we try to train them this like in depth. Like this is the 10 steps. Say, with say this. this when this happens. Do this. Shift this. I think like that loses a lot of people, especially like, you know a lot of people that aren't really great sales reps, but they're really hard workers, Mm -hmm. and so like I wanted to develop a pitch that was like super easy, Mm -hmm. super simple, and that converted. No, that's all. I mean, that's all that matters. I mean, it's duplicatable. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty much it just goes like this. Like you have 15 seconds of your time. I'm doing two neighbors inspections tomorrow. I've got a three and four available, which works best for you? Boom. That's it. That's it. And, and and a lot of people go, well, you didn't say your name. You right. didn't say your company. You didn't I don't need to. They'll ask me who I am. They'll ask me my customer. It's a lot better when a customer comes to you and asks you uh-huh. who you are than you telling them. There's no There's help. more value in it. So so that's the fifteen second pitch that we, we push really hard with our team. I try to tell everybody about it. It's like, man, that's it. Because all we're focused on is getting that inspection. Well, it's funny because, you know, we're going to be doing some work together digitally on social media. And I'm excited to help you. But I want to tell you about a 30-second pitch that happened in 2010. I was in Atlanta. And I got this, like, message from somebody. I don't know where it was uh, about this weird internet website. And it was called the Phone Broadcast Club. Mm -hmm. And it looked like a multi-level marketing scheme. It had all the, like, corny. It was corny. And what it was was uh, a... way that I could create pre-recorded messages, it was a voice blast, it was a dialer that would send out a voice blast. And I'd heard... Like could digitized? Like yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. it was online voice over internet, it would send out uh, messages. So basically, this was the first time that I took the cold information, that data, the mm-hmm. cold company, yeah. I pulled out all the homeowners in the area, got the rich people, you know, and I, I would make these lists and I would plug it into this dialer. And my, my dad's, my business partner, he'd say, son, what the hell are you doing? You're fishing with dynamite, you know, worried about the do not call list. That was at the very beginning of the do not right. call list. And so what we would do is we would hit him with this pre-recorded message, and it, it would go like this. This is a public service announcement. You are in the path of a catastrophic hailstorm. Hailstorm damage is not visible from the ground, but it's covered in full by your insurance company. We are in your neighborhood offering free inspections. Please press one now. This can cause leaks. And it's covered in full by your insurance company. Please press one now. Then we would actually, after they pick, press one, we just pick up the fucking phone, and you know my wife was actually in the call center, and the phones would just go, <laughs> it would be ringing all over the place, it'd be crazy, mm-hmm. and the way we'd pick up the phone would be the same way. We'd say, "All right, this is Lee with Roofing Professionals. What time do you want to schedule your appointment? Three or four? It's Just assuming the cell, It's the same thing, you know, and the consumers love. The option. They don't want to have to think about their answer. No. They want to be able to select from from a very basic this or this. That's it. Because it's so much easier as a consumer. Like, do you want Coke or do you want Pepsi? I get, like, It's very easy for me to make a choice. Yeah. But you didn't even have to sell me on soda. Now you got me sold on soda. No, oh, it's, it's the truth. It's the truth. <laughs> so that, that was the first time that my company was generating a lot of leads and then... I was only door to door before, mm-hmm. but I used the leads to hire more door to door sales reps, like like sort of like the, the the honey that attracted the bees. And do you do any lead generation and stuff? So we do it. I think it's interesting because I, I want to pick your brain on that a little bit. Is for me, you know, I think by giving leads, we create a bunch of these crybabies. No, right? they, sometimes you can create a lead baby. And and so and so, what I like to do is I like to find people that have no experience. Mm-hmm no knowledge of the industry. Mm-hmm. And that's like, I don't hire people with, with knowledge. Mm-hmm. I don't hire people with experience at all. Like mm-hmm. that's, a, that's the number one rule of mine, like zero. Mm-hmm. And I do that because I think it, it enables me to like give them my positioning on how I think the things should, should work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so leads, honestly, I have a guy that did uh, almost a million dollars in sales this year and that's pretty good for comp. Mm-hmm. And um, he told me this year, he's like, I do not want another lead next year. I do not, I do not even want a lead next year. Mm-hmm because it gets me out of my phone in my neighborhood knocking. And so it's like, I'm trying to figure out a way to position it where I can bring in people with some experience and give them the leads, right? But it's just like, that's not a business model okay. that so, I like. So let me just share what's worked for me and for some other people and you take what you want and do mm-hmm. the rest, okay? Um, I say each is a revenue stream. You got your newbies, you got your people new to the business coming mm-hmm. in. That is basically, for me, I pay them, when they are onboarded as canvassers, they have to earn their right. position. Yep. And if they get a deal, they get 200 bucks for a shingle, 400 dollars for a tile roof, and the opportunity on the back end to make 3%. That's, that's, wow. that's the deal. Yeah. Um, but I still, because I've built the brand, so what we're gonna help you do with this, with, uh, you know, it's what you're doing. Right. You're gonna find somebody that's like, wow, I'm in the roofing industry, I really like your style. And man, my boss, he's not like you. He is not, um, he doesn't have the same business systems, he's not into personal development, and man, I'd really like you to mentor me to help you get to the next level. And Mm so, you know, now I have got a lot of um, people that are culture killers, that Mm -hmm. are experienced, and you just have to hire and fire based on your core values, and you have to be very disciplined to getting rid of folks that don't align, and that's the, one thing that i can say people have a hard time with is and it's my thing i have the hardest time with is firing people and that my uncle did tell me he said three things he said you got to you got to you need more people if you want to grow your business you got to turn the people into leaders and you got to fire the bad ones i think i think the people thing is the thing it is right? like like we say we're in sales we say we're in roofing but it's, we're in a people business i think all business is people and it's like that's the realization that i'm having is like man put the right people mm-hmm on the right seats, on the bus, and we can go a long ways. And I think it's the same thing with sales rep. It's like, man, some of these guys that are in sales, they're not really built to be sales. You might convert them to ops, you might do whatever, but it's like, for me, it's like, I wanna bring them into my culture with no like, Motive, right? I yeah. want them to come in to, for, to come to me, and that's why I'm interested in this rebranding and, and doing it in a different way. So, I think you always got to push the boundaries. You, you got to push the boundaries and see what. So, I have a unique perspective because I see inside 300 different roofing companies mm-hmm. and I see what works for this guy, what works for you. But, and what I've created is sort of a combination of everybody's superpowers. But, and um, when you are creating leads with the blue collar marketing method, I want to explain to you how it's a little different than just random people calling from different parts of the city, okay? For one, my sales reps go into the field and they drop pins on all their old roofs. It's called the No Roof Left Behind campaign. It's mm-hmm. like, it, you know, we are not gonna leave anyone out and we're gonna build a database of all the old roofs. Can I ask you this, so yeah. on that, because we're doing something very similar, uh-huh. uh, we, we kind of turn it into a, uh, it's like a. Oh, well, I'm trying to think of the word. Um, essentially like somebody that's going out and surveying. Yeah, right. yeah. That, that's our pitch, right? So it's like, yeah. "Hey, like I just want to make sure like did you get your roof replaced in the last 2 years and that's how we do it. How, what does your pitch look like? Are they driving Is it visual? Okay. So is it a is there a pitch behind it?" Yeah. So, let me it's a whole system. Right. It's a marketing method. It goes like this. The database, it, the more that you put time into building a the key, list is the key. The list key. is everything. It's it's very important. Yep. Okay. So, Inside of my office, if you come to Naples, you'll see we have a machine, and it has a, a literally pin and a, mecha- a mechanism that does hand address envelopes, mm-hmm. just non-stop. I can do thousands of hand address envelopes every day, yep. Yep. and I put real expensive stamps on there, and I have a letter, and it says, my name is Lee, I've driven past your home, your home is physically damaged, the deadline's about to expire, I want to make sure you don't get left out. Let me tell you a story about a person in your neighborhood that we were able to help Mrs. Jones. She didn't think she had damage. She filed a plane, We replaced the roof, better quality roof. Very happy, and you know you could be the same. You know, basically going through the points, yep. and then on the back, really the key to it is that you make pictures to show the hidden damage because right. a lot of reason what we do is they don't call because they don't know they have damage, right. and then provide testimonial. Like a list of references. Yep. So it, so we spend a lot of money on color printing mm-hmm. on the stamp and on the machine to hand address the envelope. Right, we right. also spend a lot of money dropping the pins and paying for sales rep. A lot of roofers wouldn't do all that. Right. Okay, so one letter goes out and you might only get a 1% return on, on investment. Mm-hmm. Not, not better return. Initial. Initial. But return on, you send out 100, you get one. Right. But we send out two more follow up letters mm-hmm. and when we do. All hand addressed. We, we include the story of the person who responded from the one out of 100, and we find that when we retarget like that, that we actually, uh, by, by personalizing the message, we actually can get as high as, you know, 4 to 10% on these campaigns, on calls. And these, these leads close at 80%. Right, obviously. And yeah. they're in the neighborhood. And you know what that does for the sales rep? It makes them, like, pee on their territory. Right. Take ownership of their yeah of yeah. Yep, yep, this is mine. Plus, na- you yeah, realize in Naples, there's no soliciting. Now I realize I could go work. I could go knock on Warren Buffett's door. Mm-hmm. Omaha may not be like that, but in Naples, we have so many neighborhoods that we get we've been kicked out of. We've been, after getting kicked out of all the neighborhoods, mm-hmm. it's like okay, what are we going to do? And so the direct mail's great, but that's not enough. So the next step is the is the is a targeted telemarketing call. It's actually, hey, what's going on? This is Lee from RCA the Neighborhood Roofing Professional. You got letters from us. There's a No Roof Left Behind campaign. You're the last one. We're trying to raise the value of the whole neighborhood and make sure you don't spend unnecessary money on your roof. I need to talk to you. This is an epidemic. Let's talk. Now we're calling and we're setting appointments on the, the letters, okay? Those, those appointments are also like 50% closers. You know? So what are you seeing on conversion from the 100? So you're getting one? Four to 10%. Re, so and three, three follow when's the telemarketing coming are you doing re- are, you re- are you telemarketing after the two, the two redirect? No orders? it's all com- combined So if the best you can do is probably get 10% of all the letters you send out combined with the phones. Okay, you see what so I'm, right, I'm saying right so but I'm saying so letter one goes yeah. out telemarketing started. yeah then I'm saying retargeting yeah the telemarketing letter two. so I'm, I'm sandwiching mm-hmm. I'm going I'm going letter yeah. telemarketing letter telemarketing correct. letter telemarketing correct Now while all this is going on guess what we're doing canvassing. Well, obviously that. We're at the door work on Something yeah. else. We're digitally door knocking. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for we talked about recruiting before. Target audiences. Is, well, actually the targeted audience for what we do is just the radius around the home. All you have No, that's what I'm saying. You can market to that home. That's it. all you have to do is make one and two mile circles and you basically the strongest videos are the ones where the customers tell their story. So, you know, basically getting all the customers you have on testimonial. But remember, no one likes to watch a testimonial. You have to frame it. Hey, stop right there. Attention, people that live in Warren Buffett's neighborhood, don't make this mistake that homeowners are making costing them 20000 pay attention. Oh. Don't just take it from me, take it from my customer. Yep. Now now they're paying attention. Now they hear the testimonial. Now, guess what? They've gotten the letter, they've gotten the calls, they've seen the video. Using that seven to eight eight Well, contacts. and then with Facebook, like we try to make three videos per circle. Per neighborhood now, it's really hard to execute this. You have to have in-house video team. You have to be very disciplined, very organized. This is an orchestration marketing system, right? Yep. But the first video is the hidden damage video. Hey, my mm-hmm. name is Liam in the neighborhood. There's an epidemic of hidden damage. It could cause a leak. Let me show you what it looks like. You mm-hmm. go up there and you show them the whole by hidden damage, and that's sort of like the inspection. You know, yep. then you got the build video, which is the best one for basically showing that you are the expert and that you're legit. The, the, ends, the, the ends jobs are getting built yep. behind you. you yep. saying, hey. Look, we're increasing the value of the neighborhood. We're putting on better quality roofs. We're using ice and water. We're putting this better warranty. Let me explain to you how we're doing it. Look, by the way, this was paid for by the insurance company, but I want you to understand what you're getting and why it's better. And this is so, what it is. So, so you, what's but that it, video? What, what are you looking at lengthwise and what are you seeing as well? Well, like? honestly, on Facebook, um, it's the grab Obviously, the it's, hook has got to be yeah, a strong. So you got 1.8 seconds to get their attention. So the hook is essentially that you can add thousands of dollars in property value with little and no money in your pocket. Boom, that's the hook, boom. And, and then, then what's the length of that? The length, the length point now point. is education. Mm-hmm. So as long as the person is paying attention, you could talk about, well, this is the ice and water shield, and right. you see here, it goes down to the plywood deck. So what are you seeing though? Like, How long does that video go? Speaking and how five minutes? And what, what, how, how, what where, where do you see the, do you watch, So you so see so the fall there, off rates on, yeah, on Facebook? it, it all it depends yeah. on the video. But here's the thing, some people watch Facebook yeah. fast, Something comes up, they change, so you make the offer early, in the middle, and in the end. Right. So, so if you're liking what I'm hearing, I'm in the neighborhood now and I'll offer you a free inspection. And here we're on to the ridge vent, And we're talking about the ridge vent. If you like about, what I'm saying. And if you like what I'm saying, you can give me a call on my cell phone. Right. And okay, so now you've seen everything that we've put together in our roof system. While we're in the neighborhood, because my crew is here, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to offer a 40% discount on the upgrade. And I'm only going to do it for five customers. So. The next five customers are giving forty percent off. Click the link below. Now you've made three call to actions in the video. Yep. You've done it in the beginning. You've done it in the middle. You've done it in the end. And you're great. and they had a hard pull at the backside. Hard side. pull at the back side. So so yeah. we're and I, you know what I like what you're saying too is like here's myself. Man, wouldn't it be incredible? We have guys that work in really like correct amazing markets. Why not? Don't I bring them in? Get them with my video guy. Have them shoot their own videos. We market them. They're well, seeing. Now they're at more the, motivated to knock doors. Because that's what now I'm when they go into the neighborhood, they're they're a celebrity in the neighborhood. And the people they think that you're like on TV, not on their phones. They don't really how Facebook works, And then when you're retargeting them with video content, you're educating them on hidden damage, you're educating them on a better quality roof, you're giving them a testimonial of one of their neighbors. They see all three of those videos. They get some of the letters. They get a phone call. They get a door knock. Dude, you can pull every available roof out of the neighborhood. You can close deals that people are just leaving behind. If you look at America, how many roofs do you think have hail damage, wind damage that don't get claims? That don't oh, 50%. 50% on storms. And so there's a gold mine probably in Omaha, last time I was there was 2013, there's probably still roost damage. Oh, absolutely. That's how, I mean, that's how we do it. Like people will be uh, there's no storms. We gotta go somewhere else. I'm mm-hmm. like, no, just dial down deeper. Get, yeah. get, get more aggressive. Yeah, use a new date. Yep. So y'all got different dates. Tell me about the Omaha market and how you're able to like just really kill it over and over in one market. Like what's the secret? I think is like hustle. Mm-hmm. I think coming into this industry, no roofing experience, mm-hmm. three years only into it. Mm-hmm. And saying, man, I'm just gonna outwork everybody because they're lazy. Yeah. Like how many? I mean, like the roofers thinking, are really lazy. Roofers are really, really lazy. Like, there's, there's one thing, thing about this conference is that roofers are lazy. Yes. It's lazy door knockers from the sales reps. The managers are lazy about recruiting. The business owners are lazy about processes. Just lazy. Right. So it's like the hustle to me is like number one key factor of like dominating the market. And then number two is like strategy of how to do it better than everybody else. And not even better, different. I think everyone has the same pitch. Mm-hmm. I think everyone goes to these conferences, they go, hey, this is great, this is, I'm like, man, when you're on the doors and that's not working, come up with your own pitch. Yeah. I came up with a 15 second pitch. I don't know if it works, I just know it's different. Mm-hmm. I know cool. it works too, but you, you understand what I'm all, saying. Oh, I, I know it works, it works. So it's like, it's like finding a way to like differentiate yourself mm-hmm. and then also just like massive value. Yeah. Be like the best. Yeah. Like we put on the absolute best products. Mm-hmm. We have the best warranty. Mm-hmm. You know, gets, like, like being certified with platinum and always OC and like doing these things where it's like, man, it's just that little differentiator. Yeah. Just that, those little tweaks and you just like never stop. Ring shank nails, versus are just smoothness. I with, can go I and go and go. I was with Peyton Manning at the last event I was at and he would talk about how he, during the summers he would come back and him and Eli would go to their college coach, they work on taking snaps. Mm-hmm. Or Michael Jordan, when he starts practice, starts with chess passes. It's like greatness doesn't come without doing the little things right. There's nobody that's great that doesn't do the little things great. Perfect, yeah. The attention's in mm-hmm. the detail. It, it is. It's so true. So true. Man. It's, it's covered a lot of sales stuff, baby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's amazing. Uh, and, like, you know, I think also the thing is, I think so many people, like, even at this conference, I've come to myself a couple of times, like I, wanna, I like, I like the solar space. Mm-hmm. I think solar is exciting. Oh, every reefer should have solar vision. Right? I completely- uh, And like because the, there's a time limit too, you know that they're p- to the subsidies and the year Yes, yes, not, Yes, yes. So we might as well calculate right. it right now. And so I'm sitting here, I'm like, man, and you instantly, like for me, it was like, well, but there's this, and then you start to like you start to listen to what everyone else says mm-hmm. and you put it in your head and it's like, no, no, no. Yeah. You know, we're gonna be different because yeah. we are different. And I feel like so many contractors and so many people in business just lose that. Like, how am I gonna be just What's that much different from one the, of the, my competition? One of the things I didn't think about that one my friend Bill Murphy that does the solar cheap code, he's a great guy. I mean he him a lot of light when it comes to the internet philosophies. Um, but he said all these solar guys that that if that does happen and the subsidies go away. What are they gonna do? What business do you think they should be in? The roofing business. Absolutely, They're getting on roofs, they sell large tickets, they go through a longer sales cycle than these other people. So you making your name here, entering into the solar space, networking with solar people in a year and a half could lead to business partnerships with whole sales teams. Like right before we came here, I was talking to a guy, 20 sales guys in Miami, they're selling alarms and he's really curious about selling roofs and he's got 20 guys. So it's like, I don't, I don't hire now I hire I hire companies groups and I think that as you build more of your brand and you put more content out there that you'll find don't don't limit what comes in just l- Higher and fire based off of your core values. No, I completely agree. And I love like, I love recruiting for people who can sell. I like, yeah. I just, I think the roofing space is so it's broken, it's broken. It's There's so like, it's, so, it's it's really, it's so broken yeah. that I'm like, man, someone's just got to step up and be like, whoa, everyone chill out. Let's like fix this. On the other side of the broken, the, 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 the sales guys could be great and their management could be broken their company. Absolutely, their, yes. Their company owners, I'm just saying, as an seen, industry. It it just, don't, no, man, it's money. I've seen so many people that they're like, they will pay all you 60%, this, you know. I'll pay you 70% every single time. These guys, it may work for a year, it may work for two years, they go out of business, they don't get their commissions, they don't get their jobs bill, and they wonder why. Mm-hmm. And It's because, you know. Well, they're, they're trying to buy people instead yeah. of building a great culture, great. giving them great systems, right. great processes that can help them win. Yeah. Because it's easier to pay somebody a lot of money mm-hmm. when the going's good, that's right. when the going gets tough and you don't have anything left to, to do it with, you know? And that's why like the storm chasing and all this, and there's not, I have nothing against any of that. I was like, man, build a brand that's so powerful that it could sustain if there was not a storm for eight years, 10 years, 12 years, and you have to learn like where those pivots are, yeah. whether it's going in with solar, whether it's figuring how to do retail better, metal roofing, whatever that is. like. Don't stop pushing. Right. I feel like that's what I see Like when you come to these, some of these, these yeah. conventions or you see these businesses they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I just go to bed and I've got a different idea about how I'm going to do it better tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I, it's something that I'm going to expand on every single day. I'm going to expand my thinking about how I can do this just that much better. Mm-hmm. And I think if you go to bed with that thought, uh-huh. like your business never fails. Well, you know, it's funny, funny, going. Funny, say that Benjamin Franklin, the reason why I would take naps is like, dude, our subconscious and who we are, I, I literally believe that I have knowledge from my descendants. Like, right. i obviously learned from people and, and what's been done in business and what's in books, right. but the inside knowledge, there's a quantum field you can tap into. Absolutely. And when you ask yourself, like, how do I solve this problem? And you go to sleep or you take a nap or you go into a relaxed state where you're not thinking about yep. work why is it that the answer just comes sometimes and just, Absolutely. boom, that's when you get the good idea. Mm-hmm. You know, people are always looking for outside information when it's, all, line, in. it's all inside. It's all inside. You know? so, um, I'll tell you, this is that question I ask a lot of people and I think it's an important one. Uh, one moment in your life where you felt like on football there's a Hail Mary, you know, like mm-hmm. fourth down, end of the quarter. You know, for me, um, I did $13 million in sales one year, and one of those years we grew, but didn't make a lot of money, I felt like a failure. And I, the recruiting process was organic, and Mm -hmm. I wanted to find a way to automate it so I didn't have to be a slave to this, Mm -hmm. enslaved to those kind of people. You're talking Mm -hmm. about those, basically, industry sales guys. All about the problems. Correct, correct, correct. So, so, you know, that's when I decided to reach out and sell Grant or Roof, Invested in the money. That was Mm -hmm. like my Hail Mary moment. You but, I told you about that, you know, what, what's your Hail Mary moment in business? I think for me it was, I looked around the space and I had so many people telling me, dude, you can sell anything. You could do anything. What, what, what are you doing? And, and everyone says that, but it's really hard to find that space. Right. And so I remember I was selling suits at Dillard's and I was doing really well at it. And I was like, Annoyed. I woke get up in the morning. I hate going to work. I hated the set hours. I hate all this stuff. And I was like, but I was so scared to take a chance on myself. And I talked to my uncle. I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like, I can't do this for very much longer. I'm like, I'm exhausted. And he's like, dude, I'm I'm in roofing. I'm like, okay. I'm like, what's that about? Okay. He's like, what's that about? Like, I can't I can't put roofs on. I said, no no I sell it. I go, oh. He goes, yeah. I was like, well, what would you make last year? I just got it. No. He goes, three hundred fifty thousand. I was like, you made what? And you never told me about this. And so I remember I walked in, I was, I was probably making 80, 90 grand. And so like, that was a lot of money to me. I, mean, I lot, at what, yeah, and I was like, what, look at what my parents have made. I was like, I'm already making, I'm gonna quit this to go on a 100% commission job. I remember when I quit, I threw up. You did. To go to this roofing wow. company. And I walked in and I walked into- It It inter- balls to put 80 grand, dude. It does. That's the, that's the golden handcuffs. It does. And it was like, man, I looked at that and I went into a company. Think about this, point eight million dollars in sales two guys in the entire company oh wow and I was like man like I have an opportunity And my first year it was terrible mm-hmm. but that was my moment of like betting on myself and then like once it once it clicked I like recruited a whole sales team and the thing that's so amazing to me is I and I did door-to-door without knowing door-to-door was a thing oh wow and I was like we just need to get more customers right. and so I just started knocking by myself oh, nice. and all of a sudden we sold went from and I set a goal that year after our first year, so first year was like 1.8. We did it. It was like two the next year with a crazy storm. We should have grown massively. And I went to a conference when the storm. Mm-hmm. I see this guy get up and just, I mean, missing a tooth, flat bill cap on, and he had sold two million dollars. So I was like, what the hell is going on here? And they go, What's your advice? He goes, Man, I just get out the truck. And I looked at that. I was like, That guy just sold as much as our entire company did. This is insane. Yeah. And I went home, I said, we're doing $7 million this year. (laughs) No matter what. Yeah. And we sold $7.2 million. And then I was like, here we go. There you go. hundred million, let's go. And then I like instantly turned it around and and then to just see that growth from, you know, 1.8 million to 11.2 million this year. It's like, and I talk about the numbers a lot, but it's just like, that's the rule. That's a scoreboard. It's a way for me to measure like what I'm doing. Absolutely. And and it's not about money, but it's a score. And you know what Also, it's about? it's people, yeah, man. Like I like so out. many lives are changed with that money. Like the people that are doing the work, the people are selling the work, the people are working in the office, right? And, and the thing that blows my mind, that blows my mind, is like these people are the value. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's it. Like like the revenue you can do ten million, five million. It doesn't matter what the number is, but like if you invest in the people, all of my sales team is here. Yeah, that's not cheap to do that. No, it's not. But man, when you see that their engagement right. and you're active, like, I want you to grow. Mm-hmm. I want you to I'll invest in you for you. And then I'm gonna do another conference and I say you're paying for that one now. Mm-hmm. You see what education can do for you? Yeah. And so it's like finding a way to like encourage those people, and that's how you get to 100 million. 100 million is people. That's it. It's people. It is it is not it is not anything but that. That's and, right. and letting them expand like what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And when you give people the opportunity to think for themselves and to create something for themselves they will jump over backwards, do backflips to go do it. You know, and I think we just missed that part. Yeah. You know, like like the guy doing the video right now, he's like, I want to do this. I want to do this, 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 and this. And I was like, who in the hell am I to stop you? Right. Who am I going to stop? Like, you were doing sales. No, yes, let's do it. Yeah. You know, because I think when people feel called to something, that just their investment in their heart and their soul and their gut is just like, Right on on Target. My video guy's the same boy, man. He's he's a heck of a salesman, he used to be a timeshare salesman. I've been trying to convince him, like you got to get back into sales. I mean, and he's I'm like trying to tell him sell roof, you make a lot of money, but I love video. And so now it's just like okay, well, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna sell video, <laughs> we're gonna sell consulting. You wanna make the money that you made with timeshares and you wanna do video, you still you gotta sell. Right. Right? Well everyone's selling. Everyone's selling. Everyone's selling. And I think it's cool too is like, but he's impassioned. Yeah. So the sales come easy when you're impassioned. Yeah. Isn't that funny? And so that's Andy Frisella. He's got the big um, supplement company. He does 300 million this year. He says in all of his sales meetings, he doesn't talk about sales strategy. He talks about helping people. He talks about, we must not be in. It's not about the numbers. When you have a sales guy, it's like, we must not be doing something right. We must not, we're not helping enough people. We're not, we're, there's something wrong. And you here. have to believe it. Yeah. You do. You really do. Because that's what I'm feeling like in this this whole internet world is like positivity. It's like, well, you got to kind of pitch it this way. And it's like, no, like if you believe it, people will follow you like through anything. Absolutely. If you're like, we really aren't helping people. Like legitimately, like if we do not help them on this roof, some guy that doesn't have any credibility and does not give a shit about them is going to come back here and they're going to ruin their experience with contractors as a whole. And we cannot do that. It's so funny, man, that, uh, you know, the idea of the roofers coming together and inspiring each other out of sheer competition. And I'm actually releasing something called the National Roofing League. I'm going to, I got a meeting at 2 o'clock, we're putting together the whole little, I'm going to be giving away some stuff. And we want to inspire the whole industry by, by um, you know, giving them a way to actually compete for recognition. And, and get rewarded with prizes. So it's funny too when you, you see like competition work in your company, right? Yeah. And it's like when when you get to go outside of that and compete against another team. Uh, no, dude, I completely agree with that. That's I gotta be badass. Yeah. Because like yeah. right now there's a, there's some things where you can get rewards. You can go to the, you can go to the, on the stage and just. But I want to like make it to where it's an experience thing, like where the winners go like on a trip together. Well no, that would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think that's super cool, and I think it's like. Measuring like having a scoreboard is like, do you want to submit this week? Like, right. hey, I had 12 sales, yeah, this amount and, of revenue. And, then, and, then, and then, like, I, say, we do a cruise and we, and we go on a cruise, it's only the million dollar producers' cruise, right? What? But what, what owners want to be on that cruise, right? I mean, do you want to be on that? cruise? What? I mean, because here's the deal we're trying to create a culture where the salespeople, just like you say, pay for their personal development. And because when people pay for the personal development, then it gets so much, they, get, they pay attention to it, they, they mm-hmm. use it. So, so instead of giving, you know, sometimes you give somebody the training, you give somebody access to the conference and they might, you know, dip off and go party or not watch the videos. But if it was their own money, you know, maybe. maybe. I think it's, it's, it's powerful and give them the opportunity to be like, like, someone like us, I, I don't have the money. I'm like, I'll give it to you on drop. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, I'm, I have no problem. So, as long as you're committed to correct. doing it, like we'll figure out a way to get you the money to do it. Correct. Correct, and that's what I'm trying to roll out, shift my focus. I'm only taking a limited amount of people to help in the role that we're gonna be working together, and only a limited amount per market, but I'm trying to make sure that, you know, the industry salespeople get so much value out of my training program, my community, and my live event that's coming. We did a live event in Miami recently, and you know, next year's gonna be huge. We're gonna have a lot of big big names. Mm -hmm. Um, But more importantly, you know, I want. I want to get ten thousand people into the roofing business, or ten thousand salespeople that are already in the roofing business, as that that sales community. You know, it's it's right. not all the owners. You know what I mean? But I, I agree because that's that's really what. Well, it's, it's, it's the tribe thing, right? Right. It's like, it's right. Like Sam's trying to pitch is the door-to-door tribe. It's like if we come together as a team, yeah. right? And it's like because management, but you learn more from the team than you will ever learn on your own, right? right? Like so, like I'll go out with my guys and I'll still door knock, and I'm like. I mean, I went knocked for a month last year straight with one guy and I was like, my whole business model changed. Like, oh, I'm I was like, oh, I forgot about this. Oh, I forgot we should do this. We should bring that back. And it's like, man, when you're able to do that and like use that kind of uh, resource mm-hmm. of that tribe and listen to the reps mm-hmm. and not think that you know it all, it's it's amazing what happens. Because they, they have so much insight. Yeah. I think we just sometimes as like owners or or executives or whatever, it's like, we don't focus on like letting them have a space to talk. It's like, hey man, what's working? What's not working? Yeah, and giving them forty-five minutes of your time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, like I just started doing that. It is like it's changed my entire like paradigm about my people. Mm-hmm. Like these people are incredible. Mm-hmm. They're incredible, incredible you, people. I'm gonna have to do more of that myself. You, 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 you're bringing some good value to me right now. Thank you. Yeah, because you forget sometimes, like you're busy and you just got to sit down, you got to sit down and listen. And you got so much stuff going on, right? Right. And you're like, and no one will get it. No one understands it. You're like, they're like, what does this guy even do? Right? I mean, I'm sure, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm serious. I'm like, you not see all these videos, all this stuff I'm putting out? I was like, well, yeah, but like, but if you're around him, like, what is he doing? He's just bouncing all over the place. Well, it's like when you take that second to like give them that, even it's 15 minutes. Like I've like noticed like, i to grab a coffee. Let's grab a coffee. Hop in the truck. Yeah. I'm going to run and go grab a coffee myself anyway. Right. Why not bring somebody with? And like, right. and like Josie Parks, like the guy I met here, he was like, that was his biggest thing that he told me. He's like, what's working? What's not working? That's his question that he asked everybody when he has five, 10, 15 minutes. Because he's like, it's great. They get a break about what's working amazingly. And then you tell me exactly what they want to have fixed. Yeah. And I'm not committed to doing that, but I can hear it. Yeah. And if it is a legitimate concern, I can fix it like that. Yeah. Because so many things are just like, we're right there. Mm-hmm. It's just the alignment's a little off. Yeah, I agree 100. percent. So I agree, man. Because we covered a lot, man. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. awesome. It was epic. It was awesome. We got yeah. to again. Yeah. yeah, for Maybe sure. I'll get you on my podcast. Let's do it. All right, man. Awesome. That's, That's a great great show. show.